you've got it. Hello and welcome to the Dare to Fail podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Rayo. Boy, you've got it. And it is almost 2021. I can't believe it. Well, I guess I can believe it because this year 2020 has gone by so slow. (laughs) It's like, is this year ever going to change? Are we finally going to be changing into the threshold of something new? And it appears that we are, but I know that there's still far more challenges for us on the horizon. And I started this podcast out in January 2019, one episode, not really knowing what I was doing. Still not really knowing what I'm doing, but not letting that stop me. And you should never let it stop you either as a creator. And here I am, season five finale, 60 episodes later. And I did the, you know, Spotify does the the year, the year uh, summary thing. And it showed, you know, we grew like 54% this year. And that's really awesome. I I, I, I didn't expect that. I didn't expect to see that coming. And this is obviously not a huge podcast. I don't have any sponsors on here. I don't even really, I haven't looked for any because I really just like sitting down and doing these podcasts and not having any sort of, you know, advertising on it. Not that I have anything, you know, against that. I understand if you're a creator and you want to be able to support yourself because it does cost money to do these things. I mean, you have to pay for the the service to have the, your you know, your website and your RSS feed and all the work and time that it goes into creating it. But I, I really just wanted to keep this as something that was kind of down to earth, uh, kind of sloppy sometimes, maybe, <laughs> uh, not by design, but just by the, the nature of it, and to just always be honest with you guys. And this year has brought me down to my knees. I know it's brought you down to yours as well and the challenges that we face. And um, the challenges are not going away. You know, they're going to continue on through 2021. It's not like magically on... January 1st, everything is going to be, you know, hunky-dory. We still have a long ways to go to deal with the pandemic. We're having major political crises in uh, the United States right now. And um, now more than ever, the thing that I think is the most important is to just (laughs) to be kind, (laughs) to be nice to people, to follow guidelines, to listen to uh, science, and to just not be an idiot. Uh, Maybe that's uh, insulting, but... Uh, it's it's that's how I'm seeing it. You know, I'm a healthcare worker as well um, as an artist, as an, as well as an actor and a musician. And um, I've seen a lot of stuff this year, and it's been really disheartening to see how much mis- misinformation is out there, and how much how much people believe it. So I'm just gonna say to 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 use your mind to to not listen to all the crazy nonsense stuff that you will find on unreliable sources such as YouTube. And other things, I mean, you always have to question where the source is coming from. There's, I'm not saying that there's all junk on YouTube, but there's so much conspiracy crap. Um, it's just, it's a rabbit hole of mess. And um, it's really, really wreaking havoc on people. So we all just need to calm down. We all need to just take a deep breath. Be kind, caring, compassionate. Listen to science. And we're going to make it through this. And like I said, this is the last episode of season five. I'm going to be taking a little bit of time off. We'll we'll restart up season six in January. But these challenges that are that we're facing right now and everything to me now, what's most important is our mental health. 
So I wanted to kind of review something with you guys. I know I've talked about this many times, but the challenges that we face in our lives are the things that how we're going to grow, right? They are the catalyst for our growth. And we can either see them as something that is just a tragedy and a misfortune and we can lock ourselves in our room or just be really negative and upset all the time. Or we can say, how can I learn from this? How can I do better? What am I, what am I missing here that I could be using to my advantage? Is there anything I could be using to my advantage in terms of the situation? Because when things get really bad and things get really restricted in, in a sense, now we're forced to use our creativity in order to just be able to function, in order to be able to, to just get through daily life. I mean, not even talking about creating things as an artist, but I mean, just being able to get through the day, right? We have to be creative in how you know we're going to be going about that. And obviously, if I had the choice of like making the pandemic not happen versus having it happen, I would choose to not have it happen, right? And everything in our lives that happens to us that's bad, I mean, most people would choose to not have those things happen to them. However, the lessons that we learn from those things are what make us who we are, are what build the path to the positive future that we need to create for ourselves because that's life. In a very random way, I'm going to tell you a little story about a man. His name was Terry Fox. I had never heard of this guy. He's actually Canadian. And um, I, I got a, a letter in my email saying that, oh, there's this Terry Fox, you know, Adidas running shoe uh, that you know, all the proceeds go to this charity for raising cancer awareness research. And I was like, oh, that's really interesting. So who was this Terry Fox guy? Well, quite a while ago, and I'm kind of ashamed that I never heard about this kid, but he literally was a kid uh, in Canada, had um, an osteosarcoma in his leg. They found it when he was really young. Um, I think he was probably just barely 20 or maybe just turning turning 20. And uh, he had to have his leg removed. And he was really into sports. He was a you know athlete, real positive kid. That happened to him. And um, if it was me, it would be like, wow, I you know I can't I can't run. I can't do I can't do my my athletic stuff anymore. I would probably be really depressed by it. I mean, I think anybody would. But this guy, Mr. Terry Fox, got a prosthetic leg. Right. And this this is like in the 70s, like late 70s, early 80s, probably why most people haven't heard of him unless you're Canadian. And shout out to all the Canadians. If you're listening, I love you guys. You're amazing. And Terry Fox is he's he's a he's a hero. So he, he got this prosthetic leg and he's like, instead of feeling sorry for myself, I'm going I'm going full bore at this. And he was really upset that they didn't have a lot of funding for cancer research for osteosarcomas, which is cancer in the in the bone. So he started running. He started training for marathons. He started doing all of this stuff to raise awareness and he got sponsors and uh, he he had a goal of running the whole length of Canada. And this is a, he's in his early 20s. He's lost his leg. He's running on a prosthetic leg, which, from what I understand, was very painful for him, and he had to run in a very awkward fashion, but he didn't let any of that stuff stop him. So one perspective on that would have been, I've got cancer, it was in my leg, I lost my leg, I can't run, I'm done, my dreams are done. And somebody like Terry Fox says, no, 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 sorry, Uh, we're going to figure something out. And by figure something out, 
Listen to what this guy did. He So he said, I'm going to run the whole length of Canada, all right, on a prosthetic leg to raise money and awareness of for cancer research and to get donations and all this stuff. He ran 3,339 miles. And unfortunately, before he could finish his, his goal, they found out that the cancer had spread to his lungs and he eventually got pneumonia and died before he could finish it. But the fact that Terry Fox, you know, had all these reasons to not, to not do anything, right, to, to make himself into a victim and... He is a victim, and, you know, that's just terrible uh, misfortune. But look what he did with it. And look how he chose to live. I was really upset that I didn't know about Terry Fox until recently, and the only reason I found out about him is because, uh, I guess, of my love for running shoes. So, but once I did, I'm like, I got to talk about this because this is exactly all the things that I've been saying on this podcast over and over again is that when we get these challenges in our lives, and for some people, it is as serious as that. And Terry Fox was 22 years old when he died. He was 22 years old. And he, he had this stuff you know, figured out, at least for the, pack, for the fact that he knew how he was going to go out. He knew how he was going to live his life every day until he wasn't alive anymore. And at somebody at that young of an age, I just think that that's genius. And we can all learn something very, very important from Mr. Terry Fox, and that is we have a choice. And his choice led to millions of dollars in support for cancer research and a legacy that, you know, is inspiring inspiring people to this day. And we gotta make our own choices in life. I I the last podcast I did, I was talking, you know, the and the podcast before that, how Losing my hair as an actor and everything is like, it feels like the end of the world. I mean, I got to be honest with you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you, I'm going to tell you the absolute truth here. I mean, it feels like, you know, before I could even really get started, this, you know, this happened and I decided to stop taking the medication for my own personal reasons. You know, I was taking uh, for about a year the, the medication finasteride to stop the hair loss from happening and it did stop it and I grew a lot of it back but I can't donate blood if I take this medication I have O negative blood it was also CMB negative which is some sort of weird virus that most people have apparently I didn't have it so when I was donating blood it would go to infants it would go to premature babies O negative blood and then you know when this pandemic happened, I go in, I'm like, I'm going to donate some blood because I, what else can I do right now? I'm going to try to help them out. They're like, oh, well, here's a medication deferral list. Boom, finasteride is on there. You can't donate blood while you're taking that. Well, shit. <laughs> how, much is your, how much is your hair worth to you? Is your vanity so much so that you have the ability to help other people like that, other babies even in your life and you... And you didn't because of your hair? And then think about Mr. Mr. Terry Fox. Osteosarcoma. Had to lose his leg. And he didn't let that stop him. So, you know, I'm using my hair as an example. What are the things in your life that are in your way that you think that are these things that 
you know, because they exist, I'm done. What are they? And you may find that they're kind of petty. And they may not be. I mean, they may be something very major for you. And I, I don't ever mean to, 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 to say anything bad about that because there are, I mean, you lose your leg. That is a huge thing. Or, I mean, if you have some sort of terminal illness, yes. We still have to make the choice. We still have to make the choice every single day of how we're going to live our lives. And especially now with this pandemic and so many people who have died, it, it becomes so important for us to be aware that the, there is a choice for us out there of how we're going to go about living. And it's so important for us to make the right one. One great thing that I can say about 2020 for myself is that it showed me the things that are really, really important in my life and the things that really aren't that important. In times of struggle, this is when we really have to look at ourselves in the mirror. And it's, man, it's got to be one of the hardest things in the world to do that. I mean, I ignore things. I, I try to avoid things that I know need my attention because maybe I just don't want to deal with them at that time or like, oh, maybe it'll fix itself or this, that, or the other. But no, I mean, this year it was just like every every issue that was going on in my life, every issue around politically, every issue around Healthcare, all this stuff, everything is just jammed right in your face and you have to deal with it. So I want to be like Terry Fox. You know, that's that's who I want to be like. I want to make that decision, you know, in the face of every reason in the world to be upset or to to feel to feel bad, to feel defeated, you know, and which we all are gonna feel that at times anyways. But whether we stay there or not really is our choice, how we're gonna live our lives. The, th- the decisions that we are going to make, that really is our choice. And what happens from that, that's not really our choice. I wish that it was. I wish that we had control over outcomes. I wish there were a lot more things in life that we have control over. But some things that we don't, and outcomes, I believe, are one of those. I mean, we can, we can prepare ourselves for, for anything and everything that we want and fight and fight and fight. And that is the, that is the goal. The goal is to be in that perpetual state of motion, right? The journey, as they say, not the destination. Because who knows what the destination is going to be. For Terry Fox, he died when he was 22 years old. And most people would say that that is is just awful. It's the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. And I would agree with him. And then I look at at what he did with his life. And man, he lived, (laughs) his life lives on today. And he was only 22. His life still lives on today because of what he did. Because of the massive positive impact that he had on people. Now, you and I may not have that, that much of an impact on people in their lives. But I swear to God, one person, right? If you, you treat them well or you look at them and you smile or maybe you're driving down the road and you give them a thumbs up instead of the middle finger. Or you just talk to somebody and you just listen to them. Instead of judging them, or you're just nice to somebody who really, really needed it that day. You know, just one person. I, I think that that has a ripple effect. And I think that that's worth it. This podcast, it does not have a million listeners. And that's okay. There's, you know, from time to time, I genuinely get people who reach out to me and are just like, this is, you know, I really, really appreciate what you're doing and 
I think is very important. And, it, you know, it's had a positive impact on me. And I, I'm, that's all I need to hear. You know, one person says that to me. I'm like, amazing, you know. And I'm learning more and more of this stuff as I go. I mean, like I said, I started this on a whim in 2019 because I was depressed. I was feeling anxiety. I was feeling doubt. And I wanted to reach out to other people. I wanted to connect with other people who are doing similar things that I am and not feel so alone about it and maybe share some ideas and some things with other people that could help them on their path. That's it. And if you have ideas or you have things that you want to create or just put out into this world, you have to do it. I mean, you have to just get started. You can't let the fact that you don't know how to do it stop you. You just can't. It doesn't stop anybody else. It shouldn't stop you. You learn a lot as you go. But it is challenging. It's definitely very challenging. But I just wanted to thank all of you guys for, you know, five seasons of this. I can't believe, you know, 12 episodes a season, tons of interviews. I wanted to do more this year, but because it was so crazy, I'm just so happy that I got to do the ones that I did. The people were amazing. I love these guys. And um, thank you so much for helping this podcast grow. It grew 54% this year, and that's just, woo, amazing. 10% growth is, like, really awesome in a business, so it's great. And if you were wondering, yes, I am going to be continuing on with this podcast um, until it just doesn't make sense to do so anymore. But since that, you know, I'm seeing that there has been growth and there has been people who have reached out to me who have gotten something from this, I feel very inspired to continue on and to do better, to be honest, because I know that I can and learn more about podcasting and learn. And I'm always talking about this, but it's such a there, there's so much to do. I mean, there's so you, you have this time. It's like here, it's just your own show. And then you're like, oh, my God, what do I do with it? So I know I can do better and I am going to be doing better. So you can expect some differences in season six. And uh, I can only hope that they're better. <laughs> but one thing I wanted to start doing with you guys is anytime I read a book um, that I find inspiring, I want to like share a little bit of it with you. And uh, I read recently a book called Green Lights by Mr. Matthew McConaughey. It is his biography, I guess, uh, or memoir. I don't know what the difference is. But, well, I guess biography is after you pass. So he's still alive. So this is his memoir. He's uh, 50 years old, apparently. Always felt a little kinship with him because of his time on in Austin, te- Texas, and Days to Confused. And I took some acting classes from some of the people who were in that movie. And he's actually a really, really smart and uh, wise person. I don't know. And his book, it really shows, it shows that a lot. There's something I wanted to read to you guys. I've talked about how you define success yourself is, is probably everything. And I need this myself too. So this is an excerpt from Green Lights. Define success for yourself. I went to a voodoo shop south of New Orleans the other day. It had vials of magic potions stacked in columns with labels defining what they would give you. Fertility, health, family, legal help, energy, forgiveness, money. Guess which column was sold out? Money. Yep, money is king currency today. Money is success. The more we have, the more successful we are, right? Even our cultural values have been financialized. Humility is not in vogue anymore. It's too passive. We can get rich quick on an internet scam, be an expert at nothing but everything if we say we are, get famous for our sex tape, and attain wealth, fame, rank, and power, even respect, without having a shred of competence for anything of value. It happens every day. 
We all want to succeed. The question we need to ask ourselves is, what is success to us? More money? Okay. A healthy family? A happy marriage? Helping others? To be famous? Spiritually sound? To express ourselves? To create art? To live the world? To leave the world a better place than we found it? What is success to me? Continue to ask yourself that question. How are you prosperous? What is your relevance? Your answer may change over time, and that's fine, but do yourself this favor. Whatever your answer is, don't choose anything that will jeopardize your soul. Prioritize who you are, who you want to be, and don't spend time with anything that antagonizes your character. Don't depend on drinking the Kool-Aid. It's popular, it tastes sweet, but it will give you cavities tomorrow. Life is not a popularity contest. Be brave. Take the hill. But first, answer the question, what is my hill? So that's the end. That's the end of the, the excerpt. I love that book. I read it in, I think, a day or two, and uh, I think you would too. Fascinating stuff. He's got a hell of a life story to tell. And like I said, there's a lot of intelligence and wisdom there that you may not expect from, all right, all right, all right, you know. <laughs> but he talks about all that stuff too. I mean, just an incredible guy. So he's right. What's your hill? What's my hill? What, what, what are you going to, to put your effort and things towards? You know, I've talked about this so many times of like, we are in such a, a like-based and share-based and, you know, retweet-based society. And that's how we use these metrics as judging our success in maybe the, in terms of the content and things that we create. And I'm guilty of it too, you know, starting a YouTube channel, starting a podcast and all this stuff. And it's just, you know, you want it to explode and you don't measure up to, you know, what's trending or anything like that. But then you look at the stuff that's trending and you're like, God, I don't even like that. Like, I don't want to do what that person is doing. Why would I try to emulate that? Because then you read books like, oh, how to grow a YouTube channel, how to grow a podcast. And most of it says, Find out what other people are doing and copy that. Or find out what is trending, find out what is popular and cater to that. Uh, get a keyword search sort of thing and just see what people are searching for these days and then base your content around what's what's popping. Now, it's not that I don't see the relevance in that. And especially if like maybe you're selling a product or something and you're looking for a way to do like SEO, which is search engine optimization on your website and you want to see what people are are Googling and when they're looking for these things, okay, fine. But that's not the reason that I make a podcast. That is not the reason that I made a YouTube channel. And I, don't, I can't speak for you, but for me, this is a form of integrity for me. This is like a platform for me to let go of that crap and to not be, be concerned about it. But, and, but at, the, at the end of the day, we also, we want to be liked. You know, we want to be successful. So what's your hill? What is the thing that you run up every day? See, for me, I have to battle with that all the time because it's like, well, if not a lot of people are liking the things that I'm doing, then what's the point of me doing them? Well, do I like them? Hell yeah, I like them. I love doing this stuff. I love learning these things. I wish I was better at them, but that's all on me. So that's my hill. My hill is coming to terms with just what I love to do. Regardless of how I look, regardless of how much hair I have on my head, regardless of how many girls want to go out with me, Right. Regardless of how many people like my stuff or share my stuff or subscribe to my stuff, regardless of any of that stuff, 
This is what I like to do. This is what I love to do. And I don't want to let anybody, especially myself, myself, the biggest enemy of all, take that crap away from me. Uh Uh-uh. Not today, Satan. (laughs) And some people are just going to be a lot more fortunate than you in terms of, you know, being recognized for the things that they do. It doesn't necessarily mean that they're better. Maybe sometimes, yes, but not all the time. But what does that matter anyways if you're just coming from a place of this is what I love to do? And I get it. Hey, I get it. I wish that, you know, I can make a living doing all of this stuff. But if that's really what I wanted to do, then I would have, I'd be running ads on here. And maybe I will. Maybe I'll, I'll see if I could get some sponsorships or expand my base and try to make, make a somewhat of a profit off of doing this. But it's not, I didn't start a podcast to make profit. It's just something I wanted to do. It challenges me in such ways that I I have to put myself out there. And I'm always afraid of doing that. And that's my hill. What's your hill? We got a new year coming up. And it's got to be better than 2020. But who the hell knows? I'm, I'm banking on it being better. I see positive changes coming. I see things that are happening, even though there's stuff, there's bad stuff happening as well. I still see the silver lining, and I'm always, I always want to be seeing that. I always want to be erring on the side of optimism, staying away from conspiracy theories, from junk, from all the garbage that's out there. Just finding the facts that are based in science and reality is the most important thing. And then also having your own goals and your own things that you are working on, so you can actually detach from everything that is going on because staying attached to it is not going to make it that much better. Just do what you can, right? 2021, I think is going to be a lot better. And then we're going to have a new season. But I also, I wanted to share something with you guys too. And I said this uh, on my Facebook page, I am including a song here in this last podcast. You don't have to listen to it if you don't want to. I thought it was a very apropos sort of uh, song. It's a cover song by my favorite band, 311. And um, I had been working on it for quite some time. I hope that you guys maybe like it, but it really reminds me a lot about my life and, you know, being in a state of, you know, not knowing or wishing things were a little bit different, but also realizing that you're going to make it through. And I I want you guys all to uh, realize that as well, that we are going to make it through this. Choose the right hill. Remember Terry Fox. Make the decision that no matter what happens, you're going to use it and be optimistic. So without any further ado, uh, here is my cover version of 311's I'll Be Here a While off their album from Chaos. You can also find probably a short video of this. It's going to be up in about a week on my YouTube channel, B-R-A-N-D-O-N-R-A-E-H-L. Check it out. I love you guys. Have a safe, healthy, happy new year. And here's to a better 2021. Love you all. And thank you for listening to the Dare to Fail podcast.
saw a thing can deliver, I would quiver with delight. Tempted by the hand that could blind my vision and sight. But in 20 years of age, frolic and enrage, I will see it through in time. I'll be Everything.